So I think I have to explain the sweatpant joke that I made on Instagram the other day because I thought it was the cleverest thing that I've ever stumbled across, or not stumbled across, that I thought of, is when I said that, you know, somebody really fucks with you when they gift you sweatpants and it had like the lowest likes of anything I've ever posted, you know? I'll post some dumb recycled format that somebody's seen before with the new caption and it'll get a bunch of likes. And then I'll think of something really original and funny and the peeps just don't fuck with it. And I was like, well, you know, maybe just because it's an unfamiliar thing. So I'm going to break it down because I literally think that sweatpants are the gift of love. Because if you're gifting them to yourself, right, you're treating yourself. You're like, okay, I'm either going to get fit in these or I'm going to sit around and be a huge piece of shit and eat a tub of ice cream, which that is both equally self-love. One of them more rewarding, whatever type of person you are. And then if somebody else gifts you sweatpants, like who are the type of people to gift you sweatpants, right? You're not just going to buy like your fucking cousin a pair of sweatpants or whatever, you know? You get sweatpants from like your grandma, your mom, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, like people that really love you buy you sweatpants because they're either going to be the ones spending the quality time with you in those sweatpants because when you're spending time in sweatpants with somebody that is quality time, so everything regarding sweatpants is an act of love. You know what I'm saying? The time you wear them, the person giving them to you, and, you know, you just feel good about yourself anyways. But, you know, figured I had to break that down for all y'all slow boys. Anyways, welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Please leave a rating. Uh, the listens keep going up, but the ratings aren't going up. But then again, uh, we put the shit on more platforms. So I don't know what platform you're listening to. Maybe it's on Google. Maybe it's on iHeart. Maybe it's on Spotify. Maybe it's on Apple. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please go give a little give a little star boy. It'll take uh, literally 30 seconds out of your day. And I know it's pathetic that I'm asking for it, but you know, just do it. I uh, I put in more work on this than I'd like to admit. I like to say I just shoot it from the hip, but you know. This is my little love child that I beat to death, that I lock in a closet, and then when I come home drunk, it like hides from me in the driveway in a bush, and I drag them inside and throw them through some drywall. But um, anyways, um, yesterday I saw a guy in, in the grocery store, like had to go to the grocery store, was dire need, and he had a fucking Crown Royal bag over his face, dude. It was so funny. And then I saw another guy a while back. He was wearing like a full-on uh, Darth Vader. Is that is that the guy, the bad guy from Star Wars? He's wearing a full-on Darth Vader hat, dude. He's just standing. He was like 6'8". I was like, damn, dude. Leave some pussy for the rest of us. You know? I never got into Star Wars. Never, uh, never quite clicked with me. I don't know why. I, I don't understand how it got... I don't know. I don't understand the difference between Star Wars and like... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know anything. I don't even know anything in that arena, but I just, I don't really like fantasy, you know? I don't really like fantasies besides when I'm watching Johnny Sins, the fuck four girls. Um, we're speaking of BFG and I, we have a song called Johnny Sins and it's, uh, I think it's fire, but obviously I'm biased. 
And the Lord Petty mixtape is about to come out pretty soon. I'm just waiting to get some some vocals back from Swamp G. And the cover work, get that all finalized. I'm just going to put out a little uh, couple tracks for y'all. And hopefully they make you laugh. And if they don't make you laugh, hopefully uh, you just slam them, you know, and you feel cool. Because for some reason people feel cool when they're listening to music. Because they're like, oh, this is an expression of me. You know, when you're driving in the car and you're bumping some ill shit, right? You're like, oh, this is a, an expression of me. So you're hiding your insecurities behind how cool the music sounds because you think the music is representing who you are. When in reality, it actually has nothing to do with you. It barely even has to do anything with the artist because the producer made the whole backdrop. And then the engineer mixed the record and made it sonically sound the way it does. And then the record, labor's, record label put, chose to decide what to actually put out. So in essence, we are all nothing and everything and all and all is equal and everything and nothing makes sense. How about that, dude? Can you tell I just got done watching Ancient Aliens? Some shit about the Bermuda Triangle? Uh, <laughs> yes, dude. That's what I'm talking about. I think about, you know, when you just think about those random things that have happened in your life. Um, I think about something all the time, and I don't know how I've never talked about it on here because it's just one of the things I always think about is I went to high school with a girl named Truck Slut. And I, I don't even remember what her real name was. I just remember always just calling her truck slut. And like, if you'd ask anybody about her, I mean, she was, the weird thing is, is she was hot too. And uh, like, she just used to like, fuck the guys with the nicest trucks. And uh, everybody just called her truck slut. And like, I'm pretty sure they said it to her face too. I didn't really know her because I just had like a, a little two two wheel drive truck. So like truck slut never got in my truck. But like I knew a couple guys. I probably knew like six or seven guys that like took truck slut out into a big field and probably bumped some Luke Bryan. First things like this, by the way. But uh, yeah, dude, I think about this all the time, you know, and I've been out of high school for... Over 10 years, I don't even know the exact math. I'm trying to remember like how long, like, you know, like I'm fucking, I'm 30. And uh, I think about this chick all the time. Well, not her specifically, just the fact that I went to some high school with somebody named Truck Slut. And uh, there was also a girl named Turd Girl who I actually feel kind of bad about that one because Truck Slut was living the life, you know? She liked to get fucked on some 44s in a grass field next to a bonfire by some dude in some car hearts with the chew in his back pocket like that was her prerogative you know she got out of her system she's probably somebody's wife now she's probably living a happy life hopefully she got out of it scot-free you know and hopefully she's happy you know like i you know i do not slut shame you know i'm all i'm all about the hoe but um i feel bad for turd girl because somehow some way somebody found out that this bitch doesn't like the word turd and then so you'd block my and be like, turd, and she would flip out. She would just like lose her shit, like, stop, dang, dang, dang. and it's probably just somebody said it and somebody else said it to say it. So she probably didn't even hate the word turd. It was probably just that people were saying turd to her that I feel bad about. And then there was also a guy named Fart Kid who would like you, but he was smart because he was a hustler, dude. He was like the Jay-Z of our high school. You would go up to him. He'd be like, oh, do that thing. He'd be like, how much money you got? And then you'd have to like literally just like break bread on him. 
and then he would like lean forward and he would like <laughs> suck air in his asshole and <laughs> fart it back out like instantly. Um, I don't know how he discovered he could do this. Like I remember one time I was kind of laying on my stomach on the floor and I felt air going into my butthole and I pushed it out. So I, I know that it's possible, but this guy could like do it on command. Like just like air up his fucking ass and then push it back out for money. You know, that's he needs an only fans. If there's ever been a person that needs an only fan, it's fart kid. So if anybody knows whatever happened to fart kid, who's probably fart man now, um, get in touch with me and I'll have him on here. I'll go buy a special microphone, have him in here, just like shitting his britches on the show for y'alls for y'alls. Um, also went to, I don't know why I'm telling you guys about pe- weird people I went to high school with. Uh, these people were all older than me, by the way. I was like a sophomore and these people were, I think, seniors. Uh, there was this guy named Rapper Steve. Like That was his name, was Rapper Steve. And he was like this big chubby nerd and he would just stand in the middle of the courtyard every morning just like battling everybody that walked by. You know, probably saw a truck. I remember specifically one time because I was a freshman and then uh, I was up at the big campus uh, taking German class, which is hilarious on its own that I was taking German class because I speak fluent German. I took four years of German without my teacher ever knowing that I knew fluent German. Um, so I remember I was walking to German class my freshman year in the morning, and then this girl walked by. He's like, I, I'll put your face in the dart, rough sex, make it hurt. And I was with my buddy Nate, and we just looked at each other and started dying um and i imagine that nowadays you know imagine a guy just like standing in the middle of a courtyard in a high school just like uh verbally (laughs) sexually assaulting people you know (laughs) threatening to put their face in the dirt and rough sex make it i'm pretty sure this guy was special ed by the way um which reminds me there was another special you know what i'm done talking about people it's I'm, i'm done talking about special ed rappers that I went to high school with, you know, <laughs> especially cause I'm the last one standing petty tape coming soon, bro. Um, <laughs> it's coming soon. Like all, like everybody's like all the adventures you're going to go on once the quarantine is lifted. It's so funny. Dude. I keep seeing chicks post like I miss going on adventures. Like, what the fuck are you talking about adventure? Like, what kind of adventure are you going on? Oh, you're putting on makeup in your bathroom and then getting in an Uber and then getting chauffeured to a restaurant where they have a laid out menu and somebody brings the food in front of you and you take a picture of it. That's your adventure. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Then you got to post the picture on Instagram and do all the editing. <laughs> caption adventure went on an adventure today even though everything like oh maybe you did an activity afterwards that you found to do on yelp you know (laughs) you had your whole day laid out by the internet adventure dude fuck it i don't even want this quarantine to be over you know what i'm saying i'm just accustomed to this life now dude it's crazy because if i do go to the grocery store i just have like my my shopping cart road rage is just like, I'm just like, move, move, get the fuck away from me. Move, move, move. I can't see myself ever going back to like a regular thing. You know, I can't see myself mentally quite going back to just a regular life where I'm cool with 
just strangers being all close to me because I hate that shit, dude. I remember one time I called this this kid out in a gas station. He was standing too close behind me, and I was just like, "Yeah, hey, bro, you're too you're too close." And everybody got super uncomfortable. I was like, "Back up a little bit," because I don't know if he's looking at like my credit card number or what, you know. And then the other day, I got in a I got in a fight with a uh, some like Pakistani dude over a over a jewel. I wanted to buy a jewel, and I walk in there. I'm like, hey, you know, you got jewels. He's like, yes, which one? He's looking at the cartridges. And I was like, oh, well, I need the actual, I need the actual stick. And he's like, yes, which one? And he starts getting aggressive with me. I'm like, bro, I need the actual jewel, the actual device. He's like, yes, which one? This one? And he's pointing at like a four pack of menthol. And so when he starts yelling at me, you guys can imagine how I started yelling at him. So I mean, this guy start going at it, right? Um, and I wanted to just call him a fucking, I'm like, left, left. He's like, what left? Which one? I'm like, the left one. And then uh, I had to use his restroom. So I asked him for the key and he handed me the key and I got grossed out. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. That was cool. Um, I watched that show 90 Day Fiance with Shouty. And it made me actually really upset, you know, because I've seen the memes where like the little guy with his short little fat neck that looks like that mountain from the, the Disney short, you know, where he looks not the mountain, the volcano, like that little guy. And I, 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 I've watched, I mean, like the other night I was watching the Kennedy assassinations. Um, I'll watch documentaries on like Auschwitz. Um, I'll watch some pretty uncomfortable shit for the sake of just like trying to understand the world around me and the evils that be. But I watched this 90 day fiance shit, dude. And I actually get got like a a physical response in my body where it wasn't reacting well to what I was seeing on the screen. Um, It was it was weird. Like I was actually getting like physically ill because it almost like hurt me watching these people. It was like such a level of trash person where it just made me uncomfortable knowing that it exists. If you don't really know the premise of the show, if you're uh, you know, single guy or whatever, where you haven't just had the chance to sit down and watch this filth, it's basically just about like where people are finding a spouse from a different country. So it's either these freaking whales in the US, these women that are just finding these like uh, guys from like Arab countries and shit that are just trying to get visas, or these just fucking simp beta male ass men that are finding like these Asian women that are just looking for sugar daddies. And it's like, and and they just show that how the people in America, how they just have no idea how they're getting used. You know, like this one chick, she goes all the way to Morocco to go see this guy who's like in shape. And she is literally like the most annoying She's 22, about 120 pounds overweight, has some other motherfucker's kid. This guy, he seems like a smart, like pretty good looking dude. He's just trying to come to the US, I'm assuming. She gets all the way to the country and he puts this bitch in a hotel. Like (laughs) he doesn't even want her staying with him, you know? And then there's other ones where like the white guy, you know, he has the Asian girl. She's like, I expect you provide for me, yada, yada. And his friends are telling him, his friends are telling him, like, dude, uh, she's using you. It's like, she can have anybody that she wants to have, and she chose me. And 
I don't know how to explain the level of discomfort I felt when watching this show. Um, I, I don't want to recommend that you guys watch it because I don't want the ratings to go up because I don't want to like perpetuate this filth. But I, I think I finally reached my level of shit that I just cannot tolerate, which is like, I thought it took, a, it took quite a bit to like really get under my skin and really give me a bad emotional response to something. But I figured out it is 90 Day Fiance and all these idiots, you know? Um, one last thought. I want to get off my chest here really quick. Uh, it's, this weird reali- <laughs> it's this weird realization that I came to, right? So a lot of time. Oh, man, all my fucking... I hate it when my messages start going off when I'm doing this. Uh, how do I address this properly? Um, so we have all these magazines and all these unrealistic standards for women to look a certain way, right? And, um, a lot of through society, I'm not saying it's, I'm, I'm just stating facts. I'm not telling you how I feel about, it, okay? This is just facts. Everybody knows this, that women do, and maybe they have to because, you know, I don't know. I don't really understand girl world. Girl world is a lot of men blaming for shit, but in reality, it's just women being fucking evil to each other. But women place a lot of their self-worth on their appearance, right? Which is sad. Um, But then if you go a layer deeper than that, dudes place a lot of their self-worth on the appearance of the women that choose to be with them. You know what I'm saying? So what's worse? You know what I mean? Because even even like the, even even like the most wretched woman can still go out and find a partner if they want to. But then you got dudes where like their whole self-esteem is just completely crushed because they cannot get a girl to like them. You know what I'm saying? And especially then you get guys where they have to have like the hottest of the hotter, what you know, where it's almost like an ego thing for them. And uh, that's like, it's kind of crazy because if you look at a lot of like serial killers and like really hardened criminals and people who have just done some really dumb shit in their life, it's because they could not get the girl that they wanted, you know? So uh, I guess we're all in that together. I guess we all place a lot of our own self-worth on a woman's looks. So sorry, ladies, that's a big burden to carry, you know? Uh, Now you got to do more than... Like the homie Steve would say, shoot babies out like footballs. Um, you know, that's a big burden to carry. So props to you, man. Props to you. Uh, that's, you know, some, some real shit. Uh, <laughs> on that subject, let's do some slutty confessions. Bum, bum, bum. By the way, if you guys want to uh, write in some slutty confessions, um, send them to Lord Petty Podcast at gmail.com and also uh, your relationship questions if you want me to address them. If you have some beef, if your boyfriend's acting up, if your girlfriend's acting up, if you're trying to get somebody a visa to come to the United States and I can talk you out of it, uh, write me at Lord Petty Podcast at gmail.com. Okay?
just in case you don't follow me on Instagram and you didn't know that, because uh, it's pointed out that I haven't really uh, said that on here. So now you guys know. Okay. All right. Let's see here. What we got? How about this one? Fingered in an Uber. This was before the pandemic. Me and my boyfriend made plans to go out and get hammered. We went to dance and had a few drinks before that, too. I was already feeling tipsy before I reached the place, wearing a tight little dress that barely covered my ass. We drank and we danced, and I could feel myself getting really horny. This is kind of hot. I was grinding on him. He was pretty sure other men were watching. Is it weird that I'm trying to make a woman's story sound sexy? I'm just going to read it normal. He loved the attention, too. Wait. I was grinding on him and was pretty sure other men were watching. He loved the attention too. See, dude, point fucking proven, dude, because that's totally a thing. That is totally a thing. And I'd be a fucking liar if I hadn't like shot a dude, a serious look like, yeah, what's up, bitch. When I walk in, my girl's just looking fine as shit. Like that's, that's a thing, you know? Um, I was so into it that our, I was so into it that in our Uber ride home, I just couldn't control myself. I opened up my legs, quickly revealing that I wasn't wearing any underwear the whole night. That's pretty hot. I could see he instantly got hard. I got closer to him, pretending to just cuddle, but started stroking his cock. Before I knew it, he pushed me forward and started fingering me lightly from behind. I could see the driver being distracted by my moans, but I didn't stop. I kept grinding on his fingers, and he used his huge fingers on my clit. And This is how I came for the first time in an Uber. Um, she must have been hot because imagine being the Uber driver and you're just seeing some troglodyte getting fingered on your back seat and you're just in your head like, how am I going to get that pussy juice out? Um, this isn't even really a slutty confession. Like, this is some pretty normal shit, dude. Like, <laughs> I remember one time when, uh, when Shodi and I first started dating, uh, we were, we were hammered and we got in an Uber and then, uh, I don't know what, like this was not planned at all, but then, so I started just kind of like asking her questions, uh, like, oh, so, uh, so did you have a fun night? Basically I was pretending like I just met her, like we're going home together for the first time, even though we were like already a couple at this point. <laughs> she, she was like, yeah, you know, and she just went along with it. She went along with it. And, uh. I just started asking her just like super like, oh, well, uh, you know, do you have, do you have roommates? Yeah. Just like hitting on her. And then we, when we pulled up in front of the house, fine. I was like, oh, so is this, this, uh, this is your place, huh? And she's like, yeah, you, you, you want to come inside? I was like, oh, well, yeah, of course. And then they get the look on the guy's eyes were just huge. The guy, he was so uncomfortable, but, um, anyways, yeah, dude, props to those people, man. Glad you got fingered in an Uber. Much love. Um, let's see. This one could be kind of cool. Oh, man. It's so long, you guys. Uh, it's another one about somebody getting fucked in a car. Oh, this one's kind of cool. Let's check this out. I love masturbating while my boyfriend fucks other girls. What a saint, you know? Uh, lots are curious about this from past stories, but can't go answer. Okay. Um, I love masturbating while my boyfriend fucks other girls. Usually we'll meet girls on dating apps or while we're out and they'll come over to hang out. Dude, there's, I didn't tell you, there's no better wingman than a woman. Look at this guy. Almost always starts out friendly, but she's flirting with him or both of us and we'll gradually keep inviting them over till they're comfy. <laughs> a little motive there, a little manipulative, huh? 
They assume a lot of the time that we're down for a threesome, but I'm not bi, so I'll play with the girl sometimes, but what really makes me wet is watching. Sitting on the edge of the bed while he pounds her and acts like I'm not even there and all my is my all-time favorite. It's so hot to be a fly on the wall and I get off harder if I'm not acknowledged at all. Well, um... Okay. <laughs> Only a few haven't been into it. I think a lot of them feel powerful to be fucking someone that belongs to me right in front of me. They always come back for more because he's really good at what he does and I miss having f- and I miss having fun. The next girl we find hopefully will let him cream pie her. I think I'd come immediately. Um What are my thoughts on this? I mean This chick is definitely a, I mean I guess I guess she's into like this is like taking being choked to the next level, you know? Like she just wants to be degraded, you know? This chick this kind of chick that wants to be degraded but she doesn't quite want somebody to like piss on her forehead. Um yeah, well that guy lives a cool life. I'll tell you that much. Uh, let's read one more here and then we'll just do some, uh, relationship questions. Okay. I want to fuck a married man. Don't get me wrong. I have morals. I have a lot of dirty ideas, but always maintain that married men were off limits. This is a little trick by the way. Um, cause this is, t- this is a very common thing. This is why like any guy will, any, any guy notices it. Like if you show up somewhere with a girl, you'll notice like, all the girls be paying attention to you. Where if you're by yourself with a group of guys, you have to kind of like, you know, it's like some guys will wear wedding rings just to appear off the market because it'll make girls want them more, you know? And this is a real thing. Uh, I dream of being someone's dirty secret. I want to give him more pleasure than he gets at home. I want to give him access to younger holes than he's at. That's that's such a gross word in like sexual context when it shakes like fuck my holes. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I want him to give more pleasure than he gets at home. I want to give him younger to younger holes. Wow. Imagine being known as the younger hole. I want to do things his wife always refuses. Uh, Make him a sandwich. Sneaking around seems like a thrill. Maybe I could babysit for the, quote, happy couple. I don't want this. I don't want to want this, but I guess I'm a slut. No, I don't think you're a slut. Well, I mean, we're all sluts deep down. But I think that, you know, if you can, uh, I mean... (laughs) I guess this is just another thing, you know, like society, I think we're finally at a point in society where like the truth about how women are wired is just coming to the forefront, you know, that women aren't these like innocent little angel creatures that they're just as fucked up as we are. And that's that. How about debt? So let's do some, uh, let's see. Let's see if we can help some peeps out here, okay? Whoa. Um, all right. This one's a little more serious. Let's uh 
I am tired of competing with my girlfriend's dead ex. <laughs> okay, this should be interesting. Uh, my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend was killed in a car accident while they were still together. A bit over a year before we got together. Wait, let me read this again. My girlfriend's ex-boyfriend was killed in a car accident while they were still together a bit over a year before we got together. A bit over a year before. Okay, I get it. They were together for about two years. We have been dating nine months. In the beginning of our relationship, I was very supportive of her loss and completely kept all jealousy to myself as it would not have been right of me to complain for obvious reasons. Throughout our relationship, she has been reminiscing about him, posting pictures of them together, talking about how much she misses him, etc. And I remained understanding. However, today, I minorly lost my cool when she mentioned their four-year anniversary would have been coming up. I felt bad and apologized, but she has remained unforgiving towards me. Am I wrong for feeling this way? I feel bad for snapping at her, but I do have to admit that I'm tired of competing with her dead boyfriend. I understand it's completely normal to not have a timeline on grief, but I feel as though she is living in the past and not here and, and not with me any now, whatever. Um, wow. I don't know, man. I don't think there's really not a, I don't think you could love anybody harder than like being understanding of that, you know? And I don't know if I'd be cut out for it and just be 100% honest. Like that is some, you gotta be a hell of a man to like, cause straight up she's not ready, bro. She's not ready for that. And that's going to take a hell of a dude. And I don't think I'd be man enough to like sit in that pocket, you know, because now that you said something, you know, you're not going to talk her out of it. You know, you're not going to like talk her out of grief. It's going to be some shit she's got to deal with on her own. And then if she does like fully fall in love with you because you were so supportive of being there for her while she was getting over her ex-boyfriend, is that the reason you want her to love you? You know? Do you want her to love you for the fact that you were so understanding about her ex-boyfriend or do you want her to love you for you being yourself? You know what I'm saying? So I would, I guess this sounds really fucked up, but I would in a loving way pull the plug. I'd pull that beer, but that's tough, man. That's tough. But again, you know, peeps need a grief, dope. Uh, hold up. I gotta take my shirt off. Sorry, I was still in the back of my mind. I was still thinking about that chicken fingering in the Uber. I was getting a little hot. Um. Uh, let's see. I think I'm a future abuser. I don't want to be. What the fuck? Um, I'm 18, have never been in a relationship. To sum it up, I live in a pretty conservative household and have never really pursued a relationship with anyone. Okay. I've been reading up on stories of abuse and find that I share a horrifying amount in common with the abusers. Okay. I could Google Ted Bundy and I'd bet we both like sandwiches. It's hard for me to control my temper. 98% of the time, I don't get physical. Sometimes I can lash out at my family members by insulting them. But the 2% is what scares me. 
I seriously don't want to become a piece of shit boyfriend, husband in the future. I'm afraid that I'll get upset over something serious and potentially lose control of myself. For the fact that you're aware of this, for the fact that you're aware of this, any... It is not possible for me to get therapy. And I've been reading up on articles online. There seems close to no help being offered to people that recognize that they have abusive tendencies. Am I a bad person for thinking I won't be able to have bare minimum control over myself as a human being and trying to act based upon that? Dude, I think you're being kind of... uh, That's like the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my life. That is literally the weirdest shit in my life. Because... This is the thing about like abusive people and stuff like that. Like they don't realize that they're doing something wrong because you have a sense of compassion in you. Otherwise you wouldn't even be thinking about this type of shit, you know? So if you know where your problems are at, you focus on your problems and you straighten them shits out. You know what I'm saying? And that just because you get mad, just because you get mad at like your parents or your siblings or something like that, it's completely different. Because then, like, when you really love somebody, you 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 go from you would kill somebody that would ever try to hurt them. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, if you're even thinking like that, if you're thinking that you don't want to ever hurt somebody that you love, that would mean that you would take that energy and you would throw that towards protecting them. You know what I'm saying? Guard your shit, son. All right, and I just realized where this. Wow, this episode's kind of long. Um, anyway, so we're going to start winding down here. I, uh, appreciate y'all motherfuckers for tuning in. Please tune in again later at another time and check out the other episodes. This is your first time tuning in, excuse me. And Lord Petty out this bitch. Please leave a rating. Biggish. Get my weight up, they like, wait up, wait up Okay, we gon' pay up Okay, now we talkin', now we talkin' Niggas straight up, don't stay up, stay up No, my bitch gon' stay up No, my bitch gon' stay up Like to wait up and just lay up Man, this bitch is pretty, pretty Yeah, we make up, kissin' and we make up Yep, that's how we make up Got a Tiffany for Christmas on my birthday Got me Jacob Smokin' purple weed and he don't eat like the liquor Got my meal, my 40 acre My 30, 40 capers Had the crew off in the papers Had the crew way off in Vegas Shootin' tables full of 50s You can't say that we ain't ever Back to buy a fucking house Back to him on the cable Got me drivin' like I'm stable Bunch of bitches gotta stable Like I'm lookin' for the truth And everybody tellin' fables Everybody yeah, they hate you till they love you Then there's nothing till it's fuck em. So it's fuck em when I meet em Cause we beefin' in the future I don't regret what I was feeling. My flow and shit original But everybody stealin' I'm killin' And even though I did wrong I realized I could've did a little more Bye.
Mind choppers yeah. I come from the high rises Them cops and helicopters Just to stop us Stop us Who the fuck gon' stop us Millions on the street And every time it's thirty dollars Thirty dollars at a time You serve three hundred thirty thousand Business with the paint It got three hundred thirty miles And just another sad love song Catch me in the islands From color Coca-Cola Drink it by the gallon With a rum Colored buzzard over love me for a hour In the minute she gon' bust For a second it was hours It was hours, it was hours Got me thinking money, power Got me thinking roll up on the line My music turned to louder Sonata, Prada, Louis on the collar Niggas out in Paris Well these niggas out Chicago Talking to Harlem, Harlem, Harlem Yeah I know about Harlem Met a bitch she got to singing I ain't even talking auto Talking paper, paper Homie caught the vapors if I just for the cable talking Naples, Naples, Italy and Caicos My homies riding horses talking Bentley's and Legos Even though I did roll, I realized I could have did a little more I could have, I could have it all by now And even though I did roll, I realized I could have did a little more